Welcome to Real Radiant, a podcast from the heart to help you connect to your radiant self. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and each week I'm bringing on some amazing guests for real and honest conversations on topics like lifestyle, wellness, and how to live your best life. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Real Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and I'm so happy for you all to be back here for another episode this week. Today, I'm joined by Kelly Marsnick. She is the founder of The Freedom Babe, which is a coaching service and business that she created to really help women fulfill their desires. You know, if you have a dream or a business venture or something that you want to go after, but you just don't know how, Kelly is the person to go to. She is so knowledgeable on what she does and she also has a podcast which is absolutely amazing you guys should definitely go check it out but yeah her whole mission is to really just help women build the life of their dreams which is exactly what she has done and she just has a very inspiring story and just so much great insight into how we as women can actually make that a reality for ourselves so in today's episode we really dive into post-grad life because that was a really big point in her life where she had the option of going down two different paths either to nurse school or a path that led her to create her own business that she has today and she chose the latter so it was definitely very inspiring to hear that she instead of going a traditional route of you know pursuing a career that was stable and reliable she took one that was a little bit more ballsy that maybe upset some family members but at the end of the day really was aligned with her passion and what she wanted to do with her life so definitely someone that we can all take some notes from and she also kind of broke down how we can stop comparing ourselves to people in post-grad and just feel more comfortable with where we are at in our lives and then also deal with peer pressure to not go down paths that we know is not right for us but maybe other people think that we should do. We also talked a little bit about trusting the universe and allowing the universe to just take control. I know it's so easy for us to feel like we have to control and obsess over things within our lives in order to make our dreams actually happen, but that's not the case. By just stepping back and allowing the universe to act and do its thing, we can really open ourselves up to even more opportunities than we would even realize. And she kind of broke that down for us and gave some really great insight. And we also got her morning and night routine. So if you are looking for a new morning and night routine, definitely stick to the end of the episode and get some inspo from her but yeah I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode it's so great before we get into it I just want to remind you all to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on I love getting feedback from you guys so anything good or bad I want to know what you all are thinking if you have anything you like don't like or any tips or things that you want to see on the podcast just always let me know and also follow the instagram at real radiant with two t's where i'm posting daily on podcast updates lifestyle wellness yoga tips so definitely go check that out and also all of the interviews are posted on youtube so if you prefer watching a video format you can also check those out on youtube just go to the link in my instagram bio and it'll take you directly to that but yeah i hope you guys are all having an amazing week i'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode episode. And without further ado, here's Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for coming on Real Radio. And I'm so happy to have you on today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. So the big question of the podcast that I ask everybody that comes on is what is one quote that has resonated with you and changed your perspective on things like life, jobs, relationships, all that? 
Okay, so I actually have two coming up, so I'll share them both quickly, but um, one of them is, it's more of like an affirmation, but it's the more fun I have, the more money I make, and this has like just really been such a game changer in my business, because I remember at the beginning, I thought like, if I wanted to grow and be successful, I'd like really put my head down, really work, like couldn't watch Netflix, couldn't watch, or couldn't hang out with friends, couldn't do like any fun things, and I actually found like the opposite was true. Obviously, you still have to work. We still need that masculine structure in our business but um it was more of like the more fun I was having in my life the more that flowed through my business and allowed me to attract more abundance and more clients and more opportunities so that's been something that I will like now live by or if I'm ever having a moment where things aren't feeling fun or not having fun I always try and bring that in and then Another one is your desires are meant for you. So I'm sure like a lot of your listeners can relate. Like I remember as like a kid and even in my early 20s, I always like had these really big dreams, but I just didn't know what to do about them. And I kind of just thought that like, okay, yeah, like it's nice to dream, but it's never going to happen. And then I don't know if it was like a mentor or I read that somewhere, but basically the concept of that quote is like, your, you wouldn't have your desires if they weren't meant to come to life. And there's like a version of you in another realm who's already, who already has those things, who's already living that life. Like that's your higher self. And that's why you desire them because they are meant for you. So now instead of like talking myself out of the things I want, it's more of how can I find a way to get that and how can I find a way to be that version of me who's who's already there Mm -hmm. I love those I really love those and I love the fact that they're small but so valuable like they're just little little things that you can just remember and continue to remind yourself throughout the day like affirmations like you said they're so powerful and I think anytime you feel lost or anything to just always guide yourself back to those two so those are great Thank you. And tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are, all of that. Yeah. So my name's Kelly. I am the founder of a business called The Freedom Babe. And we kind of do a bunch of different things, but it's really The Freedom Babe was built and designed to help women and empower women to really create the freedom lifestyle of their dreams. So it kind of expands on that whole quote of your desires are meant for you. Like once I, really started going after the things I actually wanted. And I started intentionally creating my life and designing my life instead of just taking whatever cards I felt I was dealt. That's when things really started to change for me. And I realized the power of manifestation, the power of your mindset. Um, It's also when I started to find other ways of working other than a traditional nine to five. And I was part of a network marketing business. And then I started my coaching business after that. And I just really realized during that time, like when we have those desires, when we know we're meant for more, it's because we are, and there is a way to get there. There is a way to achieve those things. And once I was able to navigate that and I learned all these like tools that helped me on the, along the way. So obviously the power manifestation, the power of your mindset and your energy, um, and also like building an online business, like that became my vehicle to the freedom I have today. I was just like, I wish I knew about this like five years ago when I was in my early twenties and I was working jobs that I didn't love because I just thought work had to suck. And I thought that that's what work was. And I just really wish that I had had that or found that so much sooner. So that's kind of how 
the Freedom Babe was born because I wanted to help and empower other women to create the lives of their dreams, but also be able to create successful businesses doing work that they love so that their life could be full and whole on a holistic level, not just love certain parts of it, but to love every part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that. And I love what you're doing because so there's so such a need for women helping other women create the lives that they desire, just like the affirmation and really give each other the tools to learn from one another instead of it being like putting us against each other. You know what you're doing? It's really creating a union between all women. So I really, really love that. Thank you. And yeah, it's like, we are so powerful when we come together. And I think for a long time, society or like society has known that. So that's why we've been like pitted against each other a lot, but um, yeah, like we are such powerful creatures. It's amazing. Yeah. So I really wanted to ask you about, because like, I think your story, like I was going through your website and everything and how you graduated college and you weren't really sure what you were going to do. And that's like a big thing within this podcast, like navigating your twenties. And a lot of listeners are people who are either in college or freshly out of college. So when you were in that period of your life, how did you really get to a point where you were able to decide for yourself, like, Hey, I don't want to go down this rat race, like nine to five path. And I want to do my own thing. Mm, I'm getting chills right now. So someone is (laughs) hearing this message. Um, so for me, it was kind of a series of events that didn't necessarily make sense in the moment. But then as soon as I started like connecting the dots, everything made sense. So I'll, I'll kind of like explain how that all works. So, um, in my fourth year of university, I was graduating with a bachelor's degree of health sciences. And, um, there's like a few different kinds, like a few different versions of that degree there's like obviously like the more medical version that people take when they want to become a doctor. And then what the version that I was doing was more of like a holistic level and a more of a so social level of health sciences. And I really enjoyed my time in university. I enjoyed lear- like what I was learning. And I obviously was like, had like being very social, making a lot of friends, doing a lot of partying. And it was a fun time. But when I was finishing that year, I just remember thinking like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I really didn't feel like university prepared me well to find a career in my field after. Like, I did not even know what jobs were available for me um, or what like I wanted to do even for that matter. And so I just like felt really confused. And I had a few friends who were in the same program as me that were then going to apply to be part of a nursing program and I was like okay that's kind of cool like it'll be a bit like two more years of school but at least after that like I know exactly what job I can I'm doing I like at the time I like really thought it was a great opportunity too I was like you get the benefits you get the paycheck all of those things right and so I applied to that in my fourth year and they didn't get into nursing school right away so I was like okay well I'll just take a like this next year to work the job that I'd been working in the summers and to upgrade some of my courses as well. Like I, I knew what grades like, or what, yeah, what courses like could use a little bit of an upgrade. So I retook those courses. I worked, 
I applied again. The same week I was applying for the nursing the second time around. So this was like about a year later. I also was introduced to like this network marketing opportunity. Are you familiar with network marketing at all? No. Okay. No. So network marketing, or some people call it like direct sales or MLM. It's those companies where um, like the people sell the product, but they're also selling the opportunity. So I don't know if you've heard of like the company I was with was called USANA Health Sciences, but like Monate is a big one right now with like, okay. All- yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. That's a network marketing company. Um, And so I was just like, my cousin, I think had just joined and she, I was like, just interested in the products at first. I was like, oh my God, like, tell me more about this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, so how does this all work? Like, did you get hired for them or how does it work? And she's like, no, like anyone can do it. And she kind of explained how it worked. I'm like, wait, so I could do this and make money, like working for myself, not needing a boss, not needing to report to anyone. She's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I want to learn more about it. So she brought me to a meeting with like her mentor. They explained everything. And I was just like, what really sold me? Like I already knew I wanted to do it, but in that moment, it made sense why no jobs had ever made sense for me. I was like, okay, the idea of working for myself and making my own money and having time freedom, having financial freedom, like this feels like a full body. Yes. And this feels like, this is why nothing else has ever made sense. So I still applied to nursing schools, but it was funny because I knew in that moment, I was like, this is the path I have to follow and I'll apply whatever. Hopefully I don't get in. That makes my decision really easy and we'll just see what happens. So long story short, I got in everywhere. <laughs> like, of course, the universe just likes to, likes to test us. And I really had to make a decision of, was I going to trust what like my parents wanted for me, what society would say is good for me, what like even friends were encouraging me to do or trust myself. And I had just a huge intuitive feeling and a huge inner knowing that I was meant to follow the path of network marketing. And I like when it came down to making my decisions with the nursing schools, I ended up declining all the offers and I trusted myself. And a lot of people didn't get it. My parents were really pissed off at me for a little bit, but I just knew deep down, like, I have to trust myself. I have to follow this. Like if, if I don't, I'm going to regret this so much and always wonder what if, and I'm not doing network marketing anymore. Like that eventually led me into doing coaching, which I much more prefer, but I'm so grateful for that starting point because it really showed me what was possible and it really opened my eyes to the opportunities that were out there that were outside of like the mainstream narrative or what society tells you to do. And Mm -hmm. it also like started my personal development journey, which is so, so important when you're a business owner to be working on yourself, to be becoming the best version of you and to be showing up as that best version of you. So that, that journey where I started, even though it's not where I am now, it supported me with hugely with where I am now and starting the business I have now. So I hope that answers your question. It was yes, like, no, completely, completely long winded story. <laughs> and I love that. And I love how you knew, like, even though your parents and people around you were kind of maybe disappointed with the fact that you didn't pursue nursing school, you knew deep down that you just couldn't do that. You know, you probably had like a huge gut instinct, like, no, this is not right for me. And so often when we get into situations like that, it's so easy to fall into the peer pressure, especially of our family. So how were you able to like push through that pressure and just 
not worry about the outside noise of what they were saying and just go for it. Yeah, I think, I think it really came down to like, how will I feel if I don't trust myself? And Mm -hmm. it came down to like, this inner knowing is so big and it's so strong that I'm going to be left wondering what if, if I don't follow that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I would rather my parents be a bit upset with me for whatever amount of time than wondering what if, and it's like worst case scenario, I apply again, I figure things out, like, it'll be okay. You like, I just knew that it was so much more worth it for me, for them to be upset with me and not get it Mm -hmm. than to do something that then to not do something I was feeling extremely called towards. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I like that. So during this time too, because especially in the post-grad period, like I'm feeling it right now too, where it's really easy to compare yourself to your peers. Mm-hmm. And did you ever at any point feel like you were behind or weren't making the right choices or were less successful, quote unquote, than the people around you? And if so, how did you deal with that? Yeah, totally. So a lot of my friends, um, like back then and even now, like have houses, are married, have kids, and I still have none of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I've kind of, I don't like labeling myself as this, but like in my family with my group of friends, I kind of am the black sheep in a way. Mm-hmm. And what really helped me, instead of like comparing myself, what's, this is like another quote that's always helped me too. And I, adopted this, I think in my network marketing days, but it was like, do I want what they have? And like, they're all amazing people. Like, yeah, like I'm sure like I'll want some of those things one day, but it wasn't what I wanted at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me to compare myself to them, when my vision of where I wanted my life to be and what I wanted to achieve at that point in my life was so, so different. It just didn't make sense. Right. It's like, it's like taking advice and not that they were trying to give me advice or anything, but it would be like, you wouldn't, if you wanted to go to, if you wanted to become like a plumber, let's say Mm -hmm. you wouldn't take advice from someone who is a nurse, right? Like you would go seek out, okay, like, who do I know that's in this industry? Who can help me? Who can I like talk to about this? So because my goals and dreams were just so different, like I was like on a different path than them. It just didn't make sense to compare myself either because I wanted different things. So obviously there's times where that can get the best of you and you can be thinking, well, maybe I should be further along. Maybe I should have, um, more money saved so I can buy a house. Maybe I should be getting married. Maybe I should be having kids, but then it's just, it's really about coming back to you, like block out the noise of what everyone else is doing, block out the noise of what society says that you should be doing or where you should be by now. And do you, uh, what do you actually want? 
And do you actually want all those things that are the noise that are what society says you should be doing or where you should be by that point in your life? And if the answer is genuinely, yes, like I want to get married. I want to have kids. I do genuinely want that in my soul, Mm -hmm. not just because you think you're supposed to want it, then obviously like work towards that, like take the action that's going to allow you to get there. But if your answer is like, no, and I'm okay with where I am right now. And I'm okay with like, yeah, like maybe I want that someday, but I'm okay with that being on the back burner while I follow these other dreams that are so important to me, then you just have to like, again, come back to trusting yourself and come back to trusting your path and know that everyone's path isn't meant to look the same. Everyone's journey is going to look a bit different. And the more that you can follow what intuitively feels right for you, the happier you're going to be at the end of the day. Because if you're ignoring what your soul is calling for you in your life, if you're ignoring those dreams that you have and those goals you have, maybe you want to travel the world, maybe you want to move to a different country for a year, but you're ignoring that because all your friends are getting married and buying houses. And because society says that's what you want, you're going to have a lot of resentment towards yourself and like also the people in your life like you're going to resent the house that you end up buying if that's not what you really want you're going to resent the partner that you end up marrying if it's not the right timing right so you just have to trust the timing of your journey and know that if that's what you were meant to be doing and that's the path that you are meant to be on right now those desires would feel super strong for you does that make sense Yes, completely, completely. And I think a lot of that, like with what you're saying and everything, it kind of shows that you were called to do what you were, what Mm -hmm. you're doing now, because you really had that trust and that and manifesting and creating your, a life that's filled with your desires and going for what you want requires a lot of trust in the present moment and knowing that, okay, everything's going to be okay. It may not be, my life may not be where I exactly want it right now, but that doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Exactly. And something I would add to what I was just saying in the conversation we're having is surround yourself with people who are on a similar path too. like, Mm -hmm. by no means am I saying like distant yourself, distance yourself from the people who don't want the same things. Like I have a lot of friends that I, like I said, are married, have kids, have the house, all of that. And I love them. They're they're like some of my best friends. And I also have the people who are, who have online businesses who are like, who are, aren't married yet who are traveling who are on similar paths that I am and that can really help like surrounding yourself with people who are on similar paths who are on similar journeys with you or who just get it and get Mm -hmm. not wanting what society tells you to want um that can really help you feel understood and seen in a way that you might not be feeling with your friends and family that are doing things differently. So Mm -hmm. definitely like, and social media can be a really great place for that. Like I've met so many people who are now friends through, um, like podcasting through my online business through joining other programs. Right. So get yourself, think about like, where are the people that are like me and who want similar things to me hanging out? What are they like? Where are they spending their time? What are they doing? And start doing those things and you'll find those like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media is such a, that's like one huge aspect of social media, because if you are currently not living the life that you want to be living, it's so easy to just 
look through Instagram or TikTok or whatever platform and find people who are living the life exactly to like what you want to be living and watch their content. You could even like DM them. Maybe a connection can be formed and then, you know, you can figure out the steps to actually make that a reality. And let yourself be inspired by those people too. I think that so many, like when we see people living the lives we want to be living, it can be a big trigger for us and it can spark jealousy and like comparison and like, I'm not there yet. Oh my God. But let, again, let that be proof of what's possible for you and where Mm -hmm. you're heading instead of I'm not there yet. It's never going to happen for me. Yeah, no, that's a big one. Cause it's so easy to compare and get in a negative mindset. Like I do this all the time too, which is something I'm working on where I follow certain people and I'm like, Oh my God, I want my life to look like theirs. I want to have what they have. I want a house like that. And then in my head, I get kind of bitter towards those people. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I don't really like them, but I need it. You just got to remind yourself that just because you don't have it right now, doesn't mean it's never going to happen. And you're only bitter and triggered because you want it. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, what part of me believes that I can't have that. And what does that part of me need to know and hear? And like, mm-hmm communicating that to yourself, like doing that mindset work and, and fully getting behind those desires and dreams you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with doing that and getting behind those fears and desires that you have, obviously fear can come in and take a big role. So how were you really able to cope with the fear of things not working out? Yeah. So whenever I have fears of like, what if it doesn't happen or what if it doesn't blah, 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 blah. It's, it a lot of times goes back to like a belief that you picked up when you were a kid. So a fear will usually have an underlying belief. So if you're being, if you're afraid of like, what if I have this big goal and it doesn't happen? Well, what is the underlying belief? Is it that I'm not good enough? Um, I don't get to have what I want. Like find that underlying belief that is creating that fear. Once you have that belief, you can go back to like, think back to a time when you experienced something as a kid, usually between the ages of zero and seven, because that's when our subconscious brain is formed. And that's when we experience things that then create stories. And then that creates a subconscious programming in our brain. So if you can find the time that you felt a similar way when you were a kid, you can actually go back to that younger version of you. And you can do this like in meditation, you can just imagine, okay, what was that scenario when I believed I wasn't good enough? Maybe these kids at recess didn't let me play with them. And that made me believe I'm not good enough, or I'm not pretty enough or smart enough or whatever to hang out with these kind of people. And in like your meditation or a visualization, you can go back and like, see that younger version of you and just tell her what she actually needed to hear in that moment. And you want to tell her the things that are going to create a new program with your subconscious brain. So maybe it's like, you are more than enough. Like you have everything it takes. You can be, do, and have everything that you want in this world. And you want to do that there wants, you want to have some repetition with that. So I would do that like every day for at least a week. And you can do some journaling on that too, like journaling to your younger self um, and really creating that new program because that will help you see that, okay, this thing, this belief is causing that fear. And this belief was just something that 
was like literally a story that I told myself as a kid that's allowed this subconscious program to be created that's running in the background and controlling my life. Like just as you've learned something, you can unlearn it too. So knowing that like your fears are not facts, you are not married to your fears. They're not going to be there forever. You can do the work around them. You can choose new beliefs. You can choose new stories. You can choose a new way of operating and thinking that helps you take your power back in that moment. And that helps you stop letting the fear run the show. So I always like to give the analogy of imagine that you're in a car. If you're operating out of your fear, the fear is in the driver's seat. The fear is running the show. We don't need the fear to be out of the car completely in order for us to be in control. So the minute that you can take that fear and put it in the passenger seat instead of the driver's seat, and you're driving the car now, there might be fear coming up. Like that fear might be like telling you where to turn, telling you what to do, telling you what not to do, but ultimately you get to decide if you listen to it. So remembering like my fears are not facts. I can choose if this if I let myself operate from this fear, or I can choose to operate from a new belief, that's you taking your power back. And that's you moving forward, even when there's a bit of fear, but being in control versus letting the fear be in control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like that. I actually just started, this reminds me of a book that I just started reading and he, it's called perfectly imperfect. I think Mm -hmm. I don't really remember (laughs) all, um, but it's by Baron Baptiste and it's on yoga and everything, but he was saying that in life, we either choose yes, or we choose no. And when we are constantly choosing no, then we start operating from that fear based and it creates that resentment and that repression and that bitterness and those feelings of self-doubt and things that we're doing. So just operating from the mindset of choosing yes Mm -hmm. in everything that we do. It doesn't mean that you have to say yes to everything and every opportunity that comes in your life, but just when you wake up in the morning saying yes to the day and just operating from more of a positive, abundant mindset can really shift your whole thinking. I love that a lot. And that's like, yeah, that really comes down to like operating. Are you operating out of fear? Are you operating out of love? Right. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about it, not meaning you say yes to everything because saying yes to everything Mm -hmm. could also be out of fear, right? Like if your friend's like, Hey, do you want to go for drinks tonight? And you really don't want to, you really want a chill night, but you're Mm -hmm. tempted to say yes out of FOMO, like that's saying yes out of fear. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so you could actually like, by saying no to that, you're saying yes to yourself and yes to your true desires. And that's coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with, you know, just trusting the universe and trusting the process and everything, it's, there's a really fine line between becoming obsessed and trying to control everything because we think in our heads that that's going to help us in the long run, because we're working really hard, we're getting everything done and we have everything under control. But do you think that there's a way to really balance that out and still be able to control the things that we're doing, but also leave room for the universe to just do its thing? Totally. I think that's a really good point. And you, it's like so important to do that. So if you're, um, I'll give this example. So if you have like something you want to manifest, let's say you want to manifest a new trip this summer. And your, so what you want to do is like, obviously be taking the action to do the things you don't want to leave it all to the universe either, where you're just like, 
laying back and being like, the universe is going to put me on a trip to Paris this year. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like go and book your flight, go and plan the vacation, go and do those things, go and be that version of you. Who's going to Paris, who is already in Paris. Like, like feel how she would feel, think how she would think, take action as she's taking. But then you have to like, like maybe, okay. So maybe you don't have the money for the flight yet. Let's say still go and plan that entire trip. And if you're waiting for the money to fall in, or you're waiting, maybe you have a new business and you're waiting for a new client to come in or you're, um, saving up the money with work, like leave the, leave room for miracles. So with the action, you wouldn't want to be so controlling where you're like asking your boss for a raise every single day, or Mm -hmm. you're, um, like sending people that have reached out to you and want to work with you, sending them a DM every day being like, Hey, are you going to sign up? Are you going to sign up? Are you going to sign up? Like that's when you're strangling the universe and you're not letting the universe to flow. Same thing as if you're always being like, okay, well, why isn't the money here yet? Where is that plane ticket? Like, when is it going to show up? You're slowing down the universe. So it's like, you're kinking that hose, you're strangling the universe. It's making it harder for the universe to do its job. Whereas if you're taking the action you feel called to take, so maybe you're picking up some extra shifts at work or you're um, taking more action in your business to, to attract more clients, to add more value, to show up more, you have to then think and feel like the version of you who already has what you want. So the version of you that's in Paris She's not thinking like, oh my God, am I going to get to Paris? She's already there. She's like, oh my God, my life is amazing. I'm in Paris. It's the summer. I'm drinking rosé by the Eiffel Tower. Like if that's where you already were, how would you be thinking and how would you be feeling? You'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's already done. You'd be feeling so happy, so excited. So you want to take that action with the mindset and energy of it's already done and trust that the universe is delivering. That's how you allow the universe to flow. That's how you allow your desires and your manifestations to flow. Where if you're constantly like, where is it? Why isn't it here yet? When is it showing up? Mm -hmm. That's what's like kinking that flow and slowing it down. So you let the universe do its thing by having trust and not needing to like micromanage every Mm -hmm. single step or micromanage the how of how it's coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really, yeah, I, and I really like that last part where you just said not micromanage, because I think that's just such a good way to put it because we've all been in a work environment where we've had somebody micromanage us. Yeah. And so, because we know how it feels, we don't want to do that to exactly. the universe or anything. Like so that, right? yeah, exactly. So that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And it's like, think about, think about it too. If you ordered um or if you were like making dinner in a slow cooker in a crock pot you put the ingredients in you put set the timer you know by like the end of the eight hours or however long I don't really use a slow slow cooker the meal is going to be done you're not like doing that and then lifting the lid after the first 10 minutes to see if it's done like Mm -hmm. you know it's going to be done it just needs to do its thing so it's Mm -hmm. the same thing with the universe like you know that desire is going to come you just need to do it saying. So to expand on that too, when you put that slow cooker in the meal, you're not then going to Uber Eats being like, well, what should I order for dinner? Like you already have that dinner set, right? So you're not coming up with a plan B because you know, it's going to work out for you. You know, that's like set in stone. Same thing with, with the universe. How can you trust that? Like 
this has happened, this is done. I just need to keep doing my part and the universe is, is going to do its part and deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So do you think there, I heard this in a pot in a different podcast. I forget which one I was listening to, but they were talking about how actors who worked serving jobs on the side didn't want it enough. Like they weren't committed enough because they were spending their time serving instead of just pursuing acting jobs and stuff. And do you think that when we pursue the things that we want to do with our lives and like really bet on ourselves that there's room for us to do other things on the side or should we just be all in completely on whatever endeavor we're doing? I think it, I think it's very situational. So Mm. if you're starting a new business and you're like, not like you're in the beginning phases, like there is like a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into like actually building your business and Mm -hmm. getting it ready. Right. So if you're at the place yet where your business isn't bringing in consistent money, then I think it's actually so supportive to have something that's going to support you financially on the side, because building a business also like requires you to invest money, right? It requires Mm -hmm. money to run a business. So if you're if you're just doing that and you don't have the finances to support you at all, it's going to feel very like scary to your nervous system. It's going to put like your nervous system in a state of like fear and panic and anxiety really. So Mm -hmm. to help your nervous system feel really calm, I think it's like great to have that side job. Even when I started my coaching business and when I was like Mm -hmm. finishing network marketing, I had a serving job um, and that really, really helped me got started in my business and it helped take the pressure off my business, which is great, which, which was great too. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you're at a point where your business is doing well, it does support you, your other endeavors or whatever you're doing are supporting you. And you're just hanging on to something because you're afraid of letting it go. And you're afraid, like you have fears that are kind of irrational. Like, let's say you're making $5,000, $10,000 a month in your business and your other job makes you like $2,000 a month. Like mm. you're okay. if As long as it feels safe to you and that over overall, the feeling of like, I'll be fine feels higher than like, I won't be fine. That's when I think it's good to let it go. If you truly want to be all in on something, if you want to mm. have both, you can have both too. So I really just think it's like, there's no right or wrong overall. It's not about putting yourself in like a box with it. It's about what's right or wrong for you. And is your plan B or your backup plan serving you? Or is it taking away from those endeavors? Because I got to a point in my business where I wanted to be all in with my business. I felt like going to my serving job was actually like taking me out of energetic flow that I felt in my business. And I was also at the point where I had put myself down to like one shift a week and it was during slow season too. So I wasn't like, my business was supporting me and I like kind of phased that out. And I was like, okay, it actually feels worse for me to keep this right now. Even though there's a little part of me that's scared to let it go. There's a little part of me that's afraid my business will come crashing down the second I let go of this, but I overall know and trust I'll be okay a lot more than I'm scared that I won't. And then that was my time to let that go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And so for you, you obviously do a lot. You have a podcast, your business. 
So I'm really curious, what are your like morning and night routines? Like, how do you stay on top of everything that you're doing? Love that question. So in the morning, um, I always make time for myself and my energy, because if I was to get up and dive right into work, like my energy is going to be dictated by the things coming into my world, right? Mm -hmm. Where if I can take care of my energy first, then I feel more in control and I'm going to be more responsive throughout my day versus reactive. So when I get up, um, there's not really a specific order right now. Like lately, I like to really like just do whatever I feel called to that day. But basically my non-negotiables are some sort of movement or workout. Um, Mm -hmm. There's obviously like the very odd time it won't happen or like I sleep in longer than I was supposed to and I have a client call and like don't have time, but like nine times out of 10 movement for sure. So doing a workout Mm -hmm. or going for a walk or just doing some sort of movement. When I move my body, I feel like I'm literally moving energy and I feel a lot more clear. Um, I'll usually do either like a meditation or some sort of personal development. So something again, that's going to set me up for my day and set me up energetically and help me feel my best. So I can go about my day with that energy. So a meditation, journaling, pulling like an Oracle card, reading a little bit of like a personal development book. Sometimes it's all of the above. It just depends on the day really. Um, if I'm like more short on time, I'll like do a five minute meditation instead of a 15 minute meditation. I might not read that day, but I'll like do it later in the day, right? Like just doing something where I'm like coming to coming to myself and activating like my highest self energy. Um, and then I also always try to make my bed too. Um, if I, if my bed's not made, like something about my energy and my day just feels like cluttered and scattered. Um, so that's a big one. And then nighttime, I don't really have like a huge routine. Like I'll do my skincare routine and stuff before bed. And then I've been reading a little bit before bed. Usually I find that that helps me wind down. If I'm like on my phone and like scrolling Instagram and then go to sleep right after, I feel like my brain's too activated. Um, So I try and like wind down with like a book, sometimes a tea. And then I Mm -hmm. always do a meditation as I'm falling asleep. So I just put on a a meditation um, and I like doing that right before bed because the best times to meditate are either first thing in the morning or right as you're falling asleep, that's when your brain can get into that, those different brain waves and those different mm-hmm. states a lot easier. Um, so the meditations that I do are usually like getting into the energy of having what I want and like visualizing that and feeling into that. And it just is like a really yummy way to fall asleep too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that. that. Those are good. I have to incorporate some of those into mine because I yeah. have a good morning routine, but then my night routine is just kind of lacking. Like I'll just read, maybe read for a little bit and yeah. then go really to sleep. So because like I'm more mm-hmm. of a night person than a morning person, like in the morning mm-hmm. I do it because I know it'll serve me at mm-hmm. night. I actually look forward to it a lot more. Yeah. It's a good, nice wind down period. For sure. Yeah. That doesn't consist of scrolling and looking at your phone. Exactly. Yeah. And do you have any books, podcasts, or other resources that you recommend people check out? Yeah, I love, um, there's like two books that I love. I just reread one of them and now I'm rereading the other one. So 
Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by jo Dr. Joe Dispenza is amazing. Um, my other favorite right now is A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And they both just go into like really the energetics of being like that next level version of you reinventing yourself and also the energetics of money. And they also touch on the science behind that, which I really love. So it's not just like woo-woo concepts, like they actually explain how these concepts work on a scientific level. Um, those are both incredible. And then obviously I can't not recommend my podcast. Yeah. podcast. Um, another, what other podcasts do I love? Um, I really like Ed Milet. So he mostly does interviews, but I like listening to his solo episodes or if he's a guest on someone else's podcast, he was just a guest on the skinny confidential podcast, um, which was a really great episode. I think he's had like four episodes on their podcast and he's just like so inspirational, so motivational. I just love, love listening to him. Yeah. I listened to that skinny confidential one in the power of do one more. I want to read yeah. that book that you just yeah, released. I it too. Yeah. Yeah. So and where can people find you? Like your website, Instagram, all that. Okay. So my website is thefreedombabe.com, Instagram. I'm at the freedom babe. And then podcast is the freedom babe podcast. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. This is such a good conversation. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. And you asked really, really great questions. Thank you. Thank you.